What is up, my friends? Just me today, NFL Week 6. Let's get right into it. We'll get into a little recap first of uh, last week. It was an awesome week. We had, I think we gained, like, I think it was eight and a half units. Awesome week. Ravens capped it off. I was at the game. It was amazing. I can't wait to win more money. Um, it's We're up about, I think it's like 11 units this season after like we lost like 10 week one. We didn't chase. We gradually got back. And let's get right into it. We start tonight. Buccaneers at Eagles Thursday night football. The Eagles haven't lost like their last like seven Thursday night football games, which is like a crazy stat, something like that. I don't know if it's exactly seven, but it was something crazy. But I think that ends today. I think the Bucks will take care of them. I am nervous about this spread for sure because the Bucks have, I think, 90 or like 89% of public money coming in on them. So, yeah, I mean, obviously – you're going to want to like, you think the Bucks are going to win, but six and a half. It was originally seven, got bet down six and a half. I don't know if you're going to, I don't know if you're going to want to lay that. Uh, personally, I teased the Bucks down to uh, minus one when they were at seven. I mean, same thing now. I like them at a pick them or a minus a half, but I do think the Bucks will come out on top. I know Tom Brady's a little bit injured. I know the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks are as good as they really are, but I think the Bucks are better than the Eagles, and I think they will get it done on the road in Philly, especially after after the Eagles just had like kind of an emotional win in Carolina. They came back in the fourth quarter, but move on. I'm gonna keep this uh, stream quick today. Let's get right to the point and give out some what I like and let's keep winning money. Okay, move on. We have another London game. Who really cares about this game? No one's gonna watch it. God, Dolphins, three-point favorites at the Jaguars. I, I don't even know what you want me to tell you. Like, Urban Meyer's a mess. Jaguars are a mess. I, You know how I feel about the Dolphins. I've been low on them since the beginning of the season. Literally, I think Brissett is better than Tua. I really do think he's better than Tua, but still, I think they are a mess. I'm so low on Tua. I, what I did in this game was I teased the Jaguars up. I think it's going to be closer than people think. Um, I don't think the Jaguars are going to go 0-17. When you look, you got to look at things from a different way. I don't think the Jaguars are going to go 0-17. So where are they going to get their win? If they win in London, yeah, that checks out. So I'm going to tease the Jaguars up. I don't know if they're going to win, but I think it'll be within 10 points. Pair it with another 7 point, maybe even the Bucks. I do like the Jaguars teased up to seven and people get on me a lot about a little bit for making teasers and parlays you know how much money i make making teasers and parlays rather than going against the spread like sorry if you don't think if that's not cool but i make a lot of money on teasers and parlays so let's keep uh going down awesome game i might go to this one i i went to the rave the ravens monday night game i live down the street from uh mnt yeah this is going to be an – this has game of the year vibes already. So – and if this goes either way, no one will be surprised. And, again, if this goes either way, you have the opportunity to tease the Chargers up through 10. I don't know – I don't think the Ravens are going to blow them out after that uh, emotional comeback win on Monday night, going Monday night back to a short week. But the thing is, the Chargers also are coming from the West Coast after another crazy game versus the Browns. But yeah, I do like I do think the Chargers can get it done on the road and I like him through the number. All right, we'll move on. 
Vikings are two-point favorites at my Panthers, who I don't think are a good football team. They started off lucky and beat bad teams. This game opened at Pickham or minus one, I believe, and it's quickly getting bet down, money coming on the Vikings. But this is so weird because the Vikings are, again, like one of the hard – if I keep looking over, I'm sorry, Victor Hovland's like – Keith Mitchell's just fired or 62, and Victor Hovland's five under, Joaquin Neiman's five under, so we're in business with golf. Um. The Vikings are so hard to predict because every other week it's like Kirk Cousins, he's worth all the money, or Kirk Cousins, why does he get paid all this money? And it's there's no trend to predict which which Kirk Cousins you're gonna get. You're either gonna get the Hall of Fame Kirk Cousins or the this guy is worthless Kirk Cousins. But McCaffrey is coming back, which is obviously gonna be a benefit to the Panthers. The defense is a top ten defense in the league, so. But again, I'm, I probably won't have no action on this game just because – not because it's I'm, the Panthers are my favorite team or anything. It's because this is – I feel like this is the most single-handedly unpredictable game on the slate this week. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if either team won this game. I'm not even going to give you a lean. Maybe the over. I'll move on to the Packers, five and a half at the Bears. Another one. I think the Bears will stay inside this number. Divisional game. It's in Chicago. Bear, uh, Packers off of a, a crazy, crazy, crazy win versus Cincinnati where they didn't really look great. I mean, maybe they were hung over from that uh, San Francisco win and they can get back to normal. But, I mean, I don't. you're not going to find me betting on the Bears, but I do think the Bears will stay inside this number. If you like, if you like the Packers but are weary because it's a divisional game on the road, they're they're not they're what are they minus two hundred minus two hundred five. You can pair that with a big favorite, get them to minus one forty. And again, people don't like to take parlays that aren't plus money. Why you're getting you look at it like this? You're getting the Packers at minus one forty, minus one thirty when you bet when you take them with a safe when you take them with the the Rams versus the Giants. Like the Rams are going to beat the Giants. So you, you you get you get a little boost in the odds. You get Packers money line technically at minus one forty. We'll move on to the Bengals. Bengals who are on upset alert. I believe that the Lions are going to win one of these games soon. Like I say it every single week. Dan Campbell has these boys playing. They like they're in it till the end in every single game, and they always fall just a little bit short. And I don't know. They're at, they're home this week. Are the Bengals good? Maybe. They have some fiery offensive weapons. Mixon's a little bit hurt. Uh, offensive line is still horrible. I mean, it's not like I'm saying the Bengals de- – I mean, the Lions defense is going to give uh, Joe Burrow like and the Bengals O-line issues, but the O-line is a, a liability for the Bengals and can hurt them in any, any down. But I do like the Lions' offensive firepower when golf like holds the ball. Um so yeah, I think the Bengals are on upset alert. I didn't have it. I don't have any play in this game yet, but I'm gonna call it now. I think the Bengals are on upset alert on the road in Detroit. All right, Texans at Colts. Uh, the Colts are probably the maddest they've been in a while because of, they just blew that game versus the uh, in Baltimore. And listen, the Colts are still in a still like are in the division. Like the Titans are by no means running away with this and they have a tough test. They have Buffalo this week. So the Colts aren't aren't 
dead out of the water yet. The Colts are going to rebound, and I think the Colts are going to rebound in a big way. I expect the Colts to come out hot. I haven't looked at the first half lines yet, but I'm going to – hold on. Hoblin's got a birdie putt. Hoblin has a birdie putt. Pour it. He poured it in. That was like a 25-footer. And he made a 17-foot par save before. Damn, let's go, Vic. Hold on, I got to see how far that was. But, yeah, I'm going to look at the Colts' first half because I think they're going to come out so hot like they did last week and especially even hotter because of what how they lost last week. And now they're back home. I really like the Colts' first half. And I like them as a safe money line per lay leg. Let's see how far that Hoblin putt was from 17 feet. It looked further on TV, but he's six under with four holes to go. Let's go. All right. Another 10-point favorite. Rams heading to New Jersey versus the very, very, very injured Giants. And look, I'm from New Jersey, obviously. You see behind me my name. I, do, I like to see the Giants competitive and like winning football games, but they're so one, they're so bad. And two, they're so injured. Like you can't keep getting hurt. Saquon Barkley. And I know it's not his fault, but like, you can't keep getting hurt. Daniel Jones, like you can't trust the giants. You can't trust the giants given 10 points either. When you don't know who's going to be out on the field, Joe judge in his, uh, what, uh, Tuesday presser, just he looked clueless. He just he looked like he looked like Daniel Jones when he was like wobbling off the field. He looked like Daniel Jones. Like, like what do you make about what do you make of the Giants? So I there's a potential that the Rams are involved in a max play this week. I won't speak on that any further, but DM me about that. I think the Rams are involved in a max play this week. Sorry, Washington football team. You're running into a buzzsaw. Chiefs are coming off another loss. And I said that last time the Chiefs were coming off a loss, the Eagles ran into a buzzsaw. And it's nothing against the Washington football team, who has, yes, underperformed this year. But you're running into a buzzsaw. The Chiefs are going to rebound. The Chiefs are going to rebound heavy against this horrible Washington defense, who was supposed to be amazing. And they're proving that they're bad. So Patrick Mahomes is going to get the boys right. Maybe it's going to be a shootout because the Chiefs defense is horrible also. But Chiefs are going to – maybe they should go to this game, actually, now that I think about it. Washington football team is running into a buzzsaw. The Chiefs are going to handle them. I think they will cover the number with ease as well because they're not messing around in that locker room. Like, they have Super Bowl on their mind. I think they'll – I don't know if the defense is going to be fixed, but I think – the defense will play better. They can't play worse. So I think the defense will play better. Also, another awesome game. The Browns keep playing these amazing games and they're three and a half point favorites at the Cardinals. Um, I don't think they should be three and a half point favorites, but with that being said, this might be a bad spot for Arizona who just looked really bad against a injured, a injured um, 49ers team. So this is a tough one. I haven't made a move yet here, but. What's up, Marshall? Appreciate you. I haven't made a move here. I might. I feel like this is a good tee spot also. Take the cart since they're three and a half, make it a seven-point teaser, get them up through the number. I don't think the Browns are even capable of beating the Cardinals by 10. I'll probably eat my worries by saying that, but you got to think of it that way. Maybe the Cardinals in the teaser spot, 
nine, nine and a half, ten and a half. I think that should be safe. Cowboys minus three at the Patriots seems like the easiest bet of the year. It really does. But you know what else seemed like the easiest bet of the year? The what was it? It was the Panthers versus the Saints, who were in week two, and the Panthers killed them, which I figured would happen. Yeah. Um maybe a trappy spot for the for the Patriots. You can never just count out Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I did take the Cowboys money line in a parlay to get him down. I do think they'll win this game and probably cover the number as well. But at the end of the day, all I care about is the Cowboys winning this game. And I do think they will. Their defense is firing on all cylinders. They have objectively the best defensive player in football in Trayvon Diggs so far. He has six interceptions in five games. Crazy. What if he has like 22 interceptions this year? Crazy. Yeah, so – they look awesome. The offense can score in so many different ways. Dak, Zeke, the two receivers, and even Dalton Schultz is playing amazing. So, I, I mean, obviously, the Belichicks are going to are defensive-minded and going to look to stop them, but you can only stop them in so many ways, and they have a lot of weapons. I think the Cowboys cover the three. I think the Cowboys win the game. This is Sunday Night Football, and it's kind of a bummer that this is Sunday Night Football because I feel like the games have been so awesome, and – we're getting an injured a Seahawks without Russell Wilson and a Steelers team who is just so boring. That's why the total's 42 and a half. And I gotta look more into this game, like based on a side, but I even I don't know. If the Steelers win this game, like I can feel like the Steelers will win this game like 18 to like 18 to eleven or something stupid like that, because that's a Seahawks sore and they'll like cover. But like I'm not laying five and a half with with the Steelers. I meant the Steelers cover. I'm not laying five and a half with the Steelers and like right now. And I probably won't even tease them down because we're taking money line because I do think the Seahawks can win this game. I don't know. I'm going to have to get back to you on this one because this is a, a weird game. I'm pissed that it's Sunday night football. They should have, why isn't this Sunday night football? Like seriously, that should be awesome. Like, literally, that should be some NFL football. All right, we have one more NFL game, and stick around. I have three college football free plays, and then we'll be out of here. Quick show. All right, Bills minus 5.5 at Titans. More than a letdown spot for Buffalo. More than a letdown spot for Buffalo. Off of an emotional, not really an emotional, but a big primetime win on the road. They're going back on the road Monday night against a Titans team who is Hungry and it's starting to roll again. I think the Titans cover this number. I think the Titans could win this game outright. I teased the Titans up already, but I might get to them on the money line or in the, on the spread because I think this is a big letdown spot for Buffalo, who may or may not be the best team in football, but at the end of the day, it is a letdown spot, in my opinion. Moving on to college football. You have three college football free plays, and last week was another awesome college football week. Um I'm not sure the exact number, but we had a winning college football and a winning NFL. Let's keep it rolling this week. First free play, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is on the road, and they are playing Tennessee. And I don't know what you want to make of this Tennessee team. Are you buying them because they blew out Missouri and blew out South Carolina? Like two and a half on the road uh, with an Ole Miss team who has a potential Heisman quarterback who can score literally every play. I think Ole Miss covers this at, at will. And I don't think that 
I don't know why this line is two and a half. It's just because Tennessee has like two, two or three straight wins, but they reverse the worst teams. Yeah, Tennessee has beaten South Carolina and Missouri and Tennessee Tech and, held, and was close to Florida in the first quarter. But Ole Miss should cover this with ease. My next free play is Fresno. It's actually a two-unit free play. Fresno State is on the road at Wyoming. Wyoming barely beat Connecticut. That's all I have to tell you. And I was going to go first half with this game, but Fresno State has come out slow the last two games. They Two weeks ago, they were down by like 17 to UNLV, who was one of the worst teams in college football, ended up winning by like 10 or 17. But they came out really slow. And then it came out really slow last week versus Hawaii, who isn't isn't a great team. Um, so, yeah, I think Fresno State, maybe if they come out slow, that's fine. But they are much better than this Wyoming team who, no, doesn't have Josh Allen anymore. And I do think Fresno State will cover this number number with ease. And then the final free play is a two-unit money line per lay, Texas and Iowa. Texas is in at Oklahoma State. And I'm sorry, Oklahoma State. I feel like this would be a closer game if it wasn't for last week because – Texas should have just beaten Oklahoma. And now they're coming, and I feel like more prepared than ever to pound Oklahoma State, who has zero offense. And I don't know if they can make enough stops versus Texas offense and Bijan Robinson, who looks just better every single week. And Iowa, the only, if there's a worry here, it's Texas. Iowa is playing Purdue. And it's at home. They're the number two ranked team in the country. Um, what's good with Purdue is they run a they run a spread offense. They're like the only Big Ten offense that is more modern and spread. But Iowa has probably the second best defense in the country behind the first team in the nation, Georgia. And yeah, they're gonna roll them. They probably will even cover the number, whatever it is. I think it's like eleven if they can score enough points. But yeah, Texas Iowa two unit. Uh, Money line parlay. And yeah, that is it. Any questions? If you want to get on the package, DM me. We're going to win a lot of more, a lot more money this week, just like we did last week. So yeah, that's it. Thank you for tuning in. I'll catch you guys next week.